Welcome to Hoof and Horn, a witch's podcast, where we talk about witchcraft, paganism, music, the occult, and whatever else we want. In this episode, Braxis, Samuel, and I have a chat about the goddess Bridget and the Sabbath of Imbolc with Elizabeth Labarca, a priestess of Bridget and a treasured friend of ours. Music in this episode from Celia Ferran, used with permission and available on Bandcamp. Cover art for this episode is called St. Bridget of Kildare and is painted by Matt Reese. It's the very first time I ever got to model for a painting. Art and prints of Matt's work are available at mreesart.com, spelled M-R-E-E-S-A-R-T.com. Remember to follow us on your favorite podcast service so you can stay up to date with new episodes. Like and follow on Facebook, Insta, and TikTok. And should you have questions, comments, and ideas for topics you want to hear about, leave us a message at anchor.fm or send an email to hoof.horn.podcast at gmail.com. Enjoy the episode, and happy in bulk.
Frana, Frana. For all of you who are too too young, young to know that, that is uh, the great Sanford and Son right there. My manager at Macy's used to sing that. We would he would hum, start humming that when we would be putting together like shitty four ways and moving stuff around, and we all knew like this is crap. But he'd just start going. And I was like, okay, yep, this is Sanford and Son. So, Elizabeth, this is watching the big them one. all the time, especially when he would scream out, I'm coming to Elizabeth. I'm yeah. like, right <laughs> And that's all about our setup of how we set up this schlock lottie little podcast with our Bluetooth and the Zoom and the sound recorder and one microphone. So, if it sounds. Like it's not produced very well. It's not produced very well. Right. Okay, so get yeah. over it. It's our conversation that's important. Sounds fantastic. Right. How are you, Braxis? I'm good. Hanging in there. It's snowy and cold and that kind of shit. But I got a new car not too long ago, and it has all-wheel drive V, whatever the hell that means. But uh, it has been awesome. Mm, good. Love. Yeah, yeah. Good. How have you been, Tamara? I am good. Um, I, you know, this is, we're, we're still on our wheel of the year spin here, and it's a little bit after Imolk, but I feel like January and this beginning of February was just crazy. Babies, there's one baby that like, took a week, like a week. I slept in a birth tub. You know, it's bad if I lay down. <laughs> on a hospital floor, number one. <laughs> but I looked at the tub and I said, this is a new unit. I bet you nobody's even had a baby in here. And I just kind of got myself a pillow, a blanket, tossed it in. I was like, I'm laying down. <laughs> and then the nurse came in at one point and I sort of popped my head up and she was like, oh, I didn't know where you went. The, oh, what, you're in there? <laughs> I'm giving birth in here, lady. What the fuck? I was laying in the tub. <laughs> so... Otherwise, I'm fine. Um, my school, quote unquote, has started, so that's been good. Um, all my kitties are good. Now your doggy is good. Oh yeah, my dog ate a rubber bone. This is a cautionary tale. Yeah. To yeah, uh, watch your dog when they're eating a rubber bone. It was a was it a Kong? It was a Kong. It was a Kong bone made out of rubber. That's supposed to be like fucking indestructible but apparently she got through it and it's like her fourth one in four months but she actually swallowed a piece of it and then was just throwing up continuously so i took her to the vet and they were like we got to get her into surgery right now so that was fucking horrific but yeah did it and a bunch of money later and some worrying night uh she's back and doing okay so far yeah oh, it's good to hear Poor Zozo. Um, how are you, Samuel? I'm good. I'm good. Working a lot, even though it so kind of stinks, honestly, living in a capitalist society because I had two days off of work um, because of the weather here. And I was honestly like, hooray, first day off of work. And the second day, I was like, okay, I need my money. Like, I would have gone in, like, <laughs> are you serious? You know? So I was like, dang, Samuel, you really, you're really into that money right now. So that's nice. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I turned in some homework today for a course that I'm taking, a witchcraft course I'm taking. Um, it was fun. You know, I miss homework. I'm very excited to go back to school. So trying to stay busy mm-hmm. per nor- for normal, though. It's not hard to stay busy. But other than that, I'm good. Mm-hmm. What's the course that you're taking? Um, the Foundations of Witchcraft by Matthew Venus. Um, Spiritus Arcanum is uh, their name on Instagram. Uh, it's a fantastic class. I mean, I've been practicing for 10 years, and even though some of it is very foundational, it's literally called Foundations of Witchcraft, you know. Right. Um, even listening to things about circle casting, I still find new ideas from it. So hearing somebody else's perspective on a way that I view witchcraft, very animistic, spirit-led, um, is nice because it's uh, formatted in a way that I can understand it. So yeah. I really do love the class. Yeah. It's, it's totally worth it. I think it was like $350 for 13 months. Like, I know, I know. And and Matthew's wonderful. He's a fantastic teacher, very engaging. So, uh, so yeah, so that's the course. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm super proud of you for, yeah. you know, having that student mind of I can always be learning more. And even if they say something that I already know, I might find some other way or some new direction with it. So, dude, hats off, man. Yeah. I Thank you. Samuel Thank and you. I are, are students together, you know, and it doesn't matter if, you know, you said you're, you've been practicing for 10 years and I've been practicing for 23 years. It's still nice to see somebody else's perspective. How are people teaching an introductory foundational course? What does he think is important to lay out that way? So while things are very familiar to me at this point, there's still going to be topics in there that I want some information about, right? That I haven't focused on. So yeah, pretty good. For our episode today, which is of course going to be about Imolk, we have Lizzie back to talk with us and it's been a little while Yay. right wasn't it like Yay. more than forever. a year was I it think. another fire festival we met we did um didn't we do leaning into our spirituality it was a 2021 like hey kids when when the shit hits the fan lean into your spirituality as opposed to dropping it like a you know a hot potato so i'm going to ask you how are you my love my dear my sweet well, first of all, I love seeing your faces. I don't always get to see you being over here on the East Coast, and I miss all of you so dearly. Today was good. I know, you, like you said before, we had our Inwalt celebration today, even though it is a few days later, but I really feel like the last couple of weeks, or at least last two and a half weeks, have been Bridget season for me. Mm-hmm because of all the work that I've been doing in her name and for her and for me and my family. So it's, it's really been a very healing and necessary working kind of time for me. Why don't we, you know, why don't you talk a bit more about what you do, who you are? It's, you know, who else are we going to have on? We have a busy, Lizzie and I have a busy high priestess, right? So we could always have had Courtney in here too. Oh, yeah. But maybe talk about, you know, who you are, what you do, who you are a priestess of. I am, well, you know that my name is Lizzie. I also go by Dylan, which is my middle name. I am a high priestess of Bridget with the novices of the old ways. I run a coven in Connecticut. 
in southern Connecticut more so, I have members that span the uh, area of New York and Connecticut, um, and I have people in our outer circle that span around a few other areas as well. Um, so I'm very lucky in the way that where I am located, I can have a number of people come in and circle with us. And I've been running this group for five years now, and that blows my mind because it feels like Tamara and I were just together in the group of the novices of the old ways in New York, the Winter Temple, um, and that was many years ago. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I feel very old when I say that because I've been practicing for... I've been practicing with Coven, I should say, for at least 20 years. Um, no, no, 25 years I've been in Covens, and before that I was solitary for a, a long while as well. So it, it's weird saying that, because I don't think I'm that old. No, neither do I, so on my end, so it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I think we both Sharon, look pretty you're good. You're volume down. We both look fairly good. <laughs> I think we do because we're Mediterranean. We're from the boot. We're from the, we're from, we're the it's, Italians. It's the sun. It's the sun and the oil, the olive oil. It is. It is. That's actually evidence-based, I'll tell you right there. So if you would I like to that. take care of your That's skin, people. No wrinkles. Yep. Eat an avocado every day. Make sure you use the olive oil in your cooking. And... You will look as young as we do. Minus the witchcraft. (laughs) So, Lizzie, who is Bridget to you? Bridget is so very many things to me. Because the very first time I really remember connecting with Bridget, I was eight years old. And I was going through a very very horrible time in my life. I was very sick. Um, my body was actually like closing down kind of sick from anxiety when my mother sent me to a Catholic school so I could learn about God and Jesus, even though I read the Bible back and forth by that point in time. I had a nun who was very horrible and very mean. And I didn't t- tell anybody in my family, and I was always so sick. And my mother would pray to St. Bridget. She would pray to the Virgin Mary to protect me. And the day that she pulled me out of that school after telling off the sister who ran the school, the sister who taught the school, and then told all the parents about what was happening, um, because she was paying good money to send me to a place that was causing me trauma that still sits with me at some point in my life today at 45 years old. Um... I remember sitting in the backyard and enjoying the earth and just thinking, like, that's not what God is. That's not what it should be like, that I feel like this from that. I'm going to enjoy the blades of grass. There was like a little um, ladybug. There are birds in the sky. And I was just like, I'm just going to love all of this. And I remember looking up into the sky and just seeing this be- I get emotional, like, thinking about it now. This beautiful woman with red curly hair and bright green eyes smiling back at me. Because at that age, I knew that, like, God was somewhere up in the sky. Mm-hmm. So when I looked up there, I saw her smiling back at me and protecting me. 
And so for me, for a very long time, Bridget was very motherly. And as I've grown with her, and as she's shown me things throughout my life, um, I am a, I do work in, in healing and facilitating healing for people as a massage therapist, but also um, with intuitive readings and, and hands-on healing in different kinds of ways. I was also a very prolific writer and poet for many years as well. And I do a lot of work with magic with my food, everything that I do comes back down to Bridget and how she works through me. Um, even with my um, work as a medium, I have my faith anchored in her and she protects me as I do the work that I do for, for others. And so Bridget is so very many things to me. And the way that I work with her just honestly depends on what needs to be done in that moment. And she, I trust in her that she will give me what I need to do, what I have to do, or what needs to be done. And I also trust in her that she will tell me to fucking slow it down and to stop and to let go of stuff. And I know that if I don't, she will give me a couple of warnings before she just brings it down on me. Mm. When we say... Things like bringing it down, I usually mean that by bringing the anvil down. And if you have seen an anvil, and I and I do work as a blacksmith, because of course I do. Anvils are very heavy, and they're very large. And you don't want that coming down on you to split you in half. But she does it in a way that you transform into what you should be, or what you are going to be. So in that way, the work I do with Bridget and who she is to me is very fluid, and um, always adapting and always learning and growing together. So it, it changes. I, I know there's not an easier way to put that for me because no. it is so much. <laughs> no, I, I think that you touched on a lot of the, you know, and it's who she is to you. That was my question is who is she to you? Because who she is to you might be different than who she is to someone else, right? Mm -hmm. And we can all have Completely. our different Completely. relationships with, the deities that we work with and while we might flip open the book and and read about what her areas of focus are you know the, the areas of concern and I kind of like to put it that way as opposed to goddess of this and god of that right it's their areas of focus because if you went to her with something that didn't have to do with healing or some kind of craft or right or black being a blacksmith or all of those kinds of things bards and poets it's not like she can't help you right of course she can yeah. so like to say that she's a goddess of this and this and this but not these other things it's kind of i don't know it's kind of categorizing them in a weird way and they're not it's not a gumball machine i feel like it's almost stopping them you know what I mean? Because what we're doing is almost putting our, our human ideologies onto something that is not human. Mm -hmm. You know, she, she and, and any deity that we work with expands beyond what our breadth of knowledge is as to what a thing is. So I think in that way, um, like we're, we're so used to putting... I don't want to say boundaries. I want to say like almost like not obstacles, but like a stopper mm -hmm. 
what we feel is cap- what we're capable of achieving. Because like, oh, I can't do that. I, can't, I just can't do that. And then, and we're almost putting that onto them because, of course, as humans, that's how we think. But but it's so different when you're working with deity. Um, and there's so many stories about Bridget with that too. People who just pray to her because she is just there and so so there. And I'm sorry, you're going to hear my cat in the background because it's very close to his dinner time. <laughs> is it Petey? <laughs> The loud mouth will barka, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody got to hear um, a nice I think, bark of zone, I think also... So. Go ahead. I, uh, I think also I like to kind of mm-hmm. mention as, um, like, realms of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, because you would think that if you are working with that deity and you have a reciprocal relationship with them and you're connecting frequently and doing work or however you go about it, worship... Um, that de- deity would also take a particular interest in your life, period, you know. So they're not only going to affect this one area of your life, because if you uh, have this developed relationship with them, they're going to look on you in a different manner and would want you to prosper in all ways. Um, my goddess is the Morgan, and uh, people are like, death and in prophecy and battle and i'm like she is those things you know she's but do i also complain to her about my love life absolutely not that i think that she necessarily cares about it you know (laughs) but it's more so like like she told me that i need to talk to her about every aspect of my life because i myself am of a particular interest to her you know so if my love life is what's affecting me then okay that's what's affecting me you know but they don't they're not only going to take apart that aspect of it because that's what the book, a book, says that they are a day of blank because they're just daily, period. You know, they have power of their particular interest realm that humans even assign to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it's important to remember that those deities... You know, you and, meaning Samuel and Lizzie, your deities are in the similar family, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas mine and Braxis's mm-hmm. deities are in a, in a different family. And so when you've yeah. got a family, there's, you know, I don't know, Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Anna's going to be the one that, you know, really can... She's good with the singing. Go get Aunt Anna to get her over here and sing, you know. And then you go to Aunt yeah. Isabel, and Isabel's a really good cook, you know. So in a family of deities, there's going to be people who are better at things and people who are more concerned with an area of things, and they're they're a family. Um, I think that's another way to look at it. Instead of goddess of something, it's just where they excel, right? That 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 particular goddess excels in this stuff. And this particular god and goddess or something excels in something else. Um, but they can all do the things. Um, so didn't something recently happen across the big pond of the Atlantic over in Ireland that has to do with Bridget and it's like super official and stuff like that? Yes, I'm very excited. They, they finally um, actually... This marks now the fact that they have, as a national holiday, all the fire festivals in Ireland. So, and we'll 
funnily enough, being the last one, I believe Samhain was the first one that they made a national holiday in Ireland. Um, so now they celebrate, and, and it will be, they, they marked it this year, but it's going to be the first year that they, um, they have it as the, the celebration for it. So it's, it's so wonderful, and I'm so excited for, for everybody over there, and just, just for that, um, I don't want to say the word validation, because it seems a little bit off, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it, like it superficial. Validating. As, as, as somebody who works within those, these Sabbaths, and just in, in this religion, you know, like to have it be that recognized as a national holiday. That's, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Well, as I think it's also too, that we're coming from um, the same thing, probably in Ireland, you know, where are all the, the Christian holidays become bank holidays, bank holiday, meaning your, your government offices, your banks, your official businesses are closed because they're, it's an observance of a holiday. And, mm-hmm. you know, the religious holidays of a religion that you don't maybe celebrate first and your families might, so you participate. Um, imagine if, you know, Samhain was, a, was a, a, a bank holiday here and Beltane and Bealtaine, you know, so I think that's really, that's really great for them. And it really kind of shows that it's, it is still a living tradition in, in mm-hmm. Ireland. It really is. I remember when I, when I, was it the first trip I took? No, I think the second trip I took where I stayed at a certain bed and breakfast and I went down to use the phone and you know, the way that they have the, the bed and breakfast in Ireland, the, the family lives there. They live kind of like in the back part and that's where it's separated as you know, the front is the dining room and like the social living room and there's the guest bedrooms are upstairs, but then their section of the house is completely like, like off of them that, but the phone area, that's everybody's. And so their family's yeah. calendar was on the wall and I was there in May and it said for the name of the month, it said Bealtaine, you know, which is the appropriate pronunciation of what other people call Beltane. And I just thought, I, I wanted, to, I took a picture of it because it was so wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> that it's like I could witness the living tradition of that in their culture. So, yeah. And it's 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 funny too because something that Bridget brought up in our ritual today um, because we were all giving each other messages um, that was part of our ritual Um, she said yes I am the land and and I and I thought yes for a lot of these these deities the Tuatha de Danon which the Morgan is also a part of they are you know that is they are that living land they that and and so that's what makes it even more beautiful to me that this is finally being acknowledged in such a grand way um because to me it seems like it seems like that's the obvious thing to do especially on the island in ireland it's it's just it is something that so many people still do that work with and live their lives in that way you know i think it's such a beautiful i think it's such a beautiful thing 
So Truly. let's let's discuss what is Imolk, right? What mm-hmm. what is this holiday? What is this Sabbath about? And I know you know I wouldn't I I'm, we're we're going off the cuff here, kids. I actually do not have notes. Shocking of shocking that I don't have notes because you know how I work for my I, I am actually so, shocked because I've known Tamara for quite a long time. And I do not believe that she doesn't have notes somewhere. Okay. I was I've waiting got, like, for the Google notes. Doc. I've got three the notes. notes. <laughs> I made three notes and it was I started with the spellings. Right? I went to the spellings. So you see M O with a G, you see M O and with yeah. a C. You know, and I feel I feel that the the first place that I'm going to turn to for Irish and Celtic information is the Irish pagan school, right? Laura O'Brien's yeah. work. I love her work. Oh, yeah. And so what I looked up there was um, what she had was that imolk that ends in a G was more of the um, in the belly, right? The 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 milk there. Um, yeah. And then she had that the imolk that ends in the sea may connect to more of a cleansing purification word. And she also addressed, um, and does, as Laura's um, pronouns, are they they or she? I think they're she, they. She, they? They're, okay. Yeah, they're she and they. Okay, okay. I just wanted to use it right the right way. And yeah. um, yeah. just that the... Imolk spelled with an O and mm-hmm. had in there that that she really didn't know where that com- that one came from. So that's just mm-hmm. me parroting the names and what the names mean. But what is Imolk about? What was your second note? Oh, and by the way, I don't have notes either, guys. Oh, I, I, Jay, I you have notes. Fully. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But I believe that, and I don't mean that in a horrible man, in a horrible way at all. You just you make it flow so so genuinely easy because you just work off of everything around you, and that's what you should just be like, doing as a musician. Yeah, he's just like, you yeah, come over. Yeah, come we'll over. We'll happen. set up. We'll do it. I'll talk a bit. I'll make. A, I'll crack a joke, and the, the the dog will bark. There you go. My part <laughs> has been played. What was your second note? That was my notes on the on was, the three names. It was, that was my notes. the three names of a guy. Okay. Yeah, the spellings. I was <laughs> so like, right. let's go and look into the spellings. That's the extent of my notes. But I figured we've all been doing this for so long that what Tamara, you don't need notes. Stop it. Be organic, and it's completely against my grain. Yeah. So that's why I just posed the questions to you guys of what is this Sabbath about. I take a drink of for me, it is it is different things for me because you know every year, like I, I just sort of tune in and I think, well, what what is it that is needed right now? Because as as a priestess, of course, I'm serving my community, I'm serving my um, my coven, and I just sort of tune in and I have a chat with Bridget, like you do, like you do, like mm-hmm. a normal phone call. Hey, Ma, what what you doing? What's going on? Same. And yeah. And, and I just say, okay, well, what is needed? And this year, it happened to be needing is the well. We, we either work with the, with the fire, the well, or both, or a mixture, or something like that. But it was all about the healing 
and the turning around and, and that rebirth. And, and I thought that that was very pertinent for this time because we are in midwinter. This is the time where the earth and the things around us are starting to stir. And, and that's why I like the idea of in the belly, like that, that birth coming, because that can mean, uh, of course it means like with the ewes and, and, you know, with the milk coming. Um, but also in the ways of our life that we live it here, um, you know, not in Ireland, the earth, like all of the new babies that are starting to, to come up or, or the animals that are starting to grow, the, the plants that are starting to come up and also like us coming through a, a dark time, like coming through like winter and shedding that which is holding us back so that we can grow and become what we will be as we move through the rest of the year. So, you know, to me, it's sort of, I really take it as a flow, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think Absolutely. that the, what you're, what you're saying is, is similar to, I think, how we've always approached ritual is that there's a theme and then you see what's needed. So this theme is that yeah. rebirth or the, the light is growing, that it is, um, can be about healing. Maybe I'll turn it over to Samuel to talk about what we did. And then I want to hear about more about your ritual too, or other yeah. the things that you can share. Yeah. And Braxis can talk uh, about our ritual too. So that's a Samuel and Braxis section. I'll go back to drinking know. my LaCroix. <laughs> um, so the, uh, our, our theme was inspiration mm. this year. Um, and, uh, in bulk is always our, I would say least frequented ritual. So there is something that feels intimate and homey about it. Um, um, I love the chant Bridget's well. Um, so we sing that and I, at this point it has to be a staple at every Imbolc ritual. Um, <laughs> but it's so funny because, um, Lizzie's mentioned about like in the belly. And when I thought about that, I thought about that as being like fulfilled and full, not necessarily pregnant with, um, which I, which I thought that was fascinating that you said something that I was like, that's not how I took it, you know? Um, because Imbolc is the, uh, I feel like it's the longest span of time between ritual, between uh, turns of the wheel, you know? And so from Yule to uh, the day that Imbolc is, it's, it's kind of long. And I, and I do need to be filled at that time with community, with ritual. And it being small and intimate really does remind me kind of ancestrally of getting a very small group of people together to kind of share your resources towards the end of it to celebrate you've made it through the end and not everyone's completely dead. Um, Yay. And you're able to make it, and you're able to make it through. Um, but this year we also had a well, which when I, when you said we all, we had a well this year, I pointed to Tanner, like, oh my God, yes. You know, I was like, that's so cool. Um, I thought that was fascinating. Um, and we had Bridget come through in Trans Prophecy, which I'm always a big fan of. Um, and Tamara took her on the seat last in bulk too, and just does so beautifully. Um, um, and we had and we had decorated candles with a sig- uh, with like a sigil symbol, whatever you associated her with. Um, and as she gave you your message, we dipped the candle in the well, and she held the candle for us 
as she um, it was kind of funny though because obviously she's wearing a veil and the veil is very flammable looking it's very sheer um so she was so bridget was holding the candle and like all of us put our hands like close like pushing the veil back a little bit just in case I could just see her lean in the camp. I was, I told her, I was like, do what I do. And every single person that walked up to her literally held the veil back. So the, so the candle didn't catch it on fire. I didn't know um, that. And after Bridget gave her message, it was honestly comical because I was like, as what she said, I'm like, I sh- she needs a drink. And she was like, I need a drink. And I was like, period. Absolutely. And I ran around the little store we were in, um, <laughs> and I was like, is this cup clean? And and JD, uh, our our friend, the shop owner, looked at me and was like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, good. And I just like poured it. And I'm like, but I remember Tamara in class being, uh, the trans prophecy class I took with her being like, you need to make sure that you, that you monitor, you know, because like, we don't, we don't need me, you know, completely blacked out by the time I come back. And I was like, I was like, I don't know, because she had me lead or not lead, um, lead and i was like oh my god what if she's like i need more and i'm like i can't tell her no like i don't <laughs> i don't know um you actually like, can she does, she does need a drink <laughs> you, so i'll step in and say you actually can say the offering yeah. is here for you but for the safety of our priest or priestess that's housing you right now it would be it could be very dangerous for her so i'm going to leave your offering over here the one time that our former coven didn't stop the alcohol consumption i think that odin drained two full horns of mead and i'm a cheap date kids so one glass of wine is enough for me so that just you know you can you can step in here, just so we're, like we're now we're doing it like education. You absolutely can step in, and I would step in for you if you were on the seat and you weren't going to down two horns of mead while doing trans work. Yeah, continue. But although it's, it's it's funny, there was a time where we did a, a a ritual with our with our group in New York where we were doing the faces of Bridget and the Dagda, and yes. I was sitting in. I was actually being ridden by Maman Brigitte, which is a Haitian Lala of, of St. Bridget. Yeah. And she drank, which Tamara can attest to, an entire bottle of spiced rum. And I know because I have the empty bottle with the chilies in it still that Tamara made for her. And then also half of a, of a pint. So the entire, the entire evening, that's what she drank while she was using me. I only tasted it right there. Nothing else. She ate the spicy pork guillo that I made her, and I cannot do spicy food. Um, and she smoked a cigar until Courtney had to come and tell her, I'm sorry, you can't do that here. We're in a space that we're renting that does not allow us to do that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so, so, yeah. But also, too, after all that, I was stone cold sober. My breath did not smell like alcohol or cigar smoke. Or it's the spicy food, to be real, but I also couldn't get to sleep because she kept having messages for me to give to people that I could not actually reach. So I had to say, look, please, please tell these people in their dreams or in a way that's easy for them because I need to sleep. Thank you very much. So you can tell them, you know, for the sake of being human, mm-hmm. that we need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves or the vessel as well. 
I love that story though, Lizzie. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. It, it was it was very powerful and and it was very beautiful and and I definitely um you know I, de- I definitely still work with giving mama an offering uh-huh. as often as I can yeah um and I work with her as often as I can yeah in in a in a respectful way because I am not a Vudan priest I I do not practice in that way and I think it's very important to note that because it because she is a loa. And, and it, is, it is an entirely different thing. And it is very um, important to give that, you know, the right space and the, and the right respect that it deserves. Sure. I know? still have her candle, too. I think I might have made it mm-hmm. around that time. And it's, you know, the, the glass of the votive candle. And sometimes I'll drop a, a tea light in there if I can make it down without it going out. But it, it still lives in my you know my bridget hearth in the fireplace it's still there mm-hmm. and while it's compl- like you're saying completely different system completely different tradition different tip different 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 uh i think mm-hmm. i i can't get rid of that candle you know what I, mean? I can't get rid of that glass there's no way so yeah yeah well you know it's also like honoring is different than practicing yeah. yeah, especially especially if what you're practicing is just made up or found online, you know, like you can't draw the Befe with chalk and say, There you go, you know, it's got it, you know, like like even in the even in the feeling what'd you say? That just made me feel like, Oh gosh. I know <laughs> even I know in the making an example, but I felt like so wrong inside it, here. <laughs> it's icky, it's gross feeling, you know, but like, even in the Veve symbols, they have, like, things that aren't in the pictures or talked, like, orally passed down. Mm-hmm. Um, so even what you draw and find online is incorrect, you know, and it's incorrect for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so giving a tea light candle to in honor of is different than petitioning and saying, hey, girl, I need this. Can you help me? You know, I'll give you this instead, you know, like, unless you go through proper channels, of course, and find a Vudon priest and... Uh, See what they say, you know. Yeah, find the the person who who does that work and give them, you know, that credit, that that support financially or pay um, in, you know, in any way. And and that's the work. That's also part of that work in honoring that deity as well. You know, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you were talking about our your ritual, which sounded so fantastic. I love listening to 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 these things because I know that there's going to be a point of synchronicity in some parts, not just because, um, I mean, Tamara and I have circled before. I know how Tamara runs her beautiful rituals and they, and they were just so amazing. Every time I, I really miss getting the circle with you too, in that man. way. Cause that, that energy that, that is brought forth from the work is just so tremendous. And I really, really miss that. Um, but we did have also a very, I've been holding very semi-private rituals since the, um, you know, since everything started because it's hard for some people to get out and about. Some people cannot travel. Some people cannot be around other people because of illnesses or whatever. So, you know, we've had things very either small or um, just virtual. And so 
obviously I'm going to have emulse regardless of it being like virtual or in person. But we had a nice semi-private emulse with my core group and some of our outer circle people um, attending. So there were 10 of us in total, including a tiny little witchlet, um, which is the daughter of one of my coven members. And um, we had the well, and we had, um, actually, it's funny because I didn't run this one. It was run by my coven maiden, who is a votary for Bridget uh, within our group. So this was hers to do. The first one that she's ever done on her own, like completely. And it was fantastic for me. I have to tell you, it was wonderful. Good. And just getting to sit back and enjoy and relax. Um, so she had the idea to other than just doing healing with the well have everybody give each other the um the messages so it was very wonderful in this way because this is a core group of people who have worked together for you know for a few years now and have a very tight connection in trust and in, in honoring, you know, each other. So it was very loving. Bridget did come through me a little bit to do some messages for some people and some like hands-on, like healing for others. And then she would say, okay, now you go to her because she's got a message for you from me. And it was so funny how this would work. Because then I just turned to Hillary and I'm like, all right, what is she saying to me? What does she want to say? And um, and to people sometimes, because this was everybody giving each other messages or sharing messages to the group at large. We had in a separate area, which is actually this area that I'm in, be the area of the well um, where, I, where we had a water tender who was just sort of there to observe and that sort of guide people to use the blessed water that Hillary and I charged with, um, you know, snow that we had collected um, and blessed with not just that, that healing, but the self-love and the Bridget um, energy um, to help us, like, come through these things that, that we need the healing or the self-love from and for. And it was all very, very beautiful and powerful. And throughout the entire thing, we were eating and feeding each other because of sort of what we do here anyway. There's usually a very large spread of food because I am a kitchen witch and I am Sicilian. So, of course, there's going to be food. But there was so much Kerrygold Irish butter on everything. Yes. And I made her the... Irish soda bread, which I always make vegan because it's actually easier for me to make it vegan. Um, and then I just dumped a whole bunch of whiskey-soaked craisins in there because that's what Bridget wanted a couple of years back. When I say a couple, I'm thinking more like 10 years ago I started doing this. It's an entire pint of Jameson. No, I'm sorry, 750 milliliter. Yeah, it's about a pint. Yeah, an entire thing of Jameson's Irish whiskey in a whole of uh, bag of craisins and the ones that I used are ones that I had sitting for nine months in Whoa. the fridge and then a little bit of the ones that I had starting from this from this emulse Eve and um, 
it was good. It was really good. I bet. Sounds delicious. You know, so so there was there was a lot of messages to each other, feeding each other, healing each other, being there together in in that fellowship. So it, it was a really lovely time. Sounds lovely. And then, of course, divination. Like, we did a lot of divining. I have um, my Wave Bridget Oracle cards, which I had Ooh. on the altar, and, and people were just pulling that every so often to get a message or mm-hmm. to, to state a message if they were feeling pulled to. And then at the end of the evening, after fellowship, as we were cleaning up, Bridget was like, okay, you're going to throw a card down for, for each person that's here. And she also had me throw down a couple of cards for people that weren't able to be here. So, because she was telling me in my head, if I was just flipping the cards, she was telling me in my head, this is for this one. And a card would literally fly out. Um, it was funny because for one of my coveners, Tommy, who Maria knows, um, the card flipped onto her food plate mm. on, on the um, altar. And it was just so perfect for Tommy. But um, but it was exactly what people needed to hear. And it was, you can't, you can't make that up, you know? And then she decided to fuck with me because everything that, she was like, okay, I'm not going to let you pull for, for you. Make Hillary do it. So then Hillary was doing it and she kept giving me ones. I'm like, that's not right. She's fucking with me. And Hillary's like, yeah, she is. And then she was like pulling up, oh, you, you, want a, you want a card? And she was giving me the exact same one she gave me on Immel. I'm like, all right, I know. And then I finally just picked up the card because she's like, okay, pick it up from there. And then, and then she gave me the card that she wanted to give me. But she, she was very sassy about it. Oh, sassy Breeze. <laughs> sassy Breeze. Nice. Sassy Breeze. <laughs> um... You know, while we were talking, I was thinking back to this is this is pre pre Samuel, um, so I guess it was. Would it have been the invoke of twenty twenty? Mm. It may have like we were at the church. It was the rough one. It was when was Brexit. Was Brexit twenty twenty? I think it was. It was either. It was either twenty. Oh no! It started in nineteen. Okay, maybe it was, it was then. Play in twenty twenty. Okay. Um, you know, we we had our emo that day, and I remember when we were driving. That's when we were going to. Uh, we would drive into Indianapolis for for our rituals, and I had mentioned it to Braxis, like, "Hey, I." I think today is like, like Brexit's official and we, you know, we have our own shenanigans over here. You know what I mean? With the last administration, even this administration, let's, let's face it. Right. And so it's like, you're, you're more, fo- you're more home focused on your stuff, but we've been hearing it. And we, he said like, I don't really know what that, that is. And I said, I don't really either, but it has something to do with separating from the European union. And we talked about it for a minute and we got a Bridget that night that was, not happy you know it pushed me like I wrote a whole blog post about it um, but I, I think you know it was one of those times where you know during trans work that I 
I felt like I stayed very more present than usual just because I could the energy that I was feeling and knowing that I'm yelling or she is yelling and screaming but there was one thing that I I one aspect that I remember I would have to go back to the blog or I'd have to ask questions about things that might have been said but one of the things I remember her saying because it really got me in my heart was here you all are because it's in bulk and you'll take me off the shelf and you celebrate me and you'll put me back on that shelf for the rest of the year and then come back and I was like it kicked me in the heart you know what I mean because Bridget is not my matron goddess she has Mm -hmm. a huge place in my house right she's the like I said I saw it you can help me get this house that that hearth is yours that's hers so she's definitely a goddess that's in my little personal family of of gods that are very important um i think within our this this novices group here she's always been one that holds important rank but she was right you know what i mean she was right in the fact that as we travel these these wheels this wheel and these sabbats we'll pull her down for this one. And so because we have a priestess of Frige here with us, right? Mm-hmm. How would somebody who is drawn to working with her or might be dedicated to working with her or wants to be mm-hmm. work with her outside of the season of Imok, right? Like how, like what do you what do you do? Talk, how, I know do and that's so that? interesting to me like hearing this because I do know that you work with with I know the deities that you work with. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's, like, what your day is, like, consists of. And honestly, it's the same thing for me. It's To me, it would be crazy to think that I would have a day where I'm not thinking of or talking to Bridget. My phone, my, my screen on my phone when it goes to, like, the lock screen says, Blessed Bridget, keep me safe. Mainly for my phone, because I constantly drop this fucking thing. Um, <laughs> it's Bridget, you the cracks of my phone. from me all the time. Well, it I think... to the asphalt. I think it's super smart, because, right, blacksmiths, right? Uh, you know, sacred to the blacksmiths. Blacksmiths is technology. We might not be running down to the, to the blacksmiths to go, you know, weld our iron fire poker right now. But it's still technology. Oh, it's still it still works. So that's technology yeah. and that's craft. So I think that's yeah. that's funny. And that's smart. It's okay. Go. It's everything because we've been talking about Bridget. Like we know that she's a powerful healing deity or someone that is called upon for healing so much so that she became a Haitian Loa. That is, you know, that's that's how she became that because of the the Irish women praying over their, uh, you know, the, the, the Haitian women as they were sick and caring for them, praying to Bridget. And, and she was so powerful that, that she became a Haitian Lola. It's, so in that way, I feel just like, honestly, like I just, I call upon her for everything, every single thing. And you can't, even if you don't work with her, because she is, she is so prevalent in in so many things. And I'm not saying that other deities are not. And I may be saying it because I see it and I've always seen her there because that is just how I was raised. 
grandmother's patron saint was Bridget because she was a nurse. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up seeing her talisman everywhere. I grew up knowing that that Virgin Mary statuette in my mother's bedroom was basically Bridget. And, and that's how I connected her. She is everywhere. And she is everything. And she can be whatever is needed. That is how she flows. Because, like I said, like she said, she is the land. The land gives us what we need when we need it. That's honestly, I think, the most concise thing I could say. I could talk about Bridget for hours. So, (laughs) I mean, I could fill a podcast, baby. But I really feel that in anything, anything you do, you want extra firepower in there? Rowan Breeze, she is ready to fucking go. She is there. And you don't, what I say is, you don't fuck with Bridget. Because mm-hmm. she will fuck you down, like, mm-hmm. completely up and back down again. Like, it is the Italian grandmother, like, kind of thing. She's not Italian, but that's how I feel. Like, you don't fuck with Bridget. Like, you don't say this kind of stuff to your grandma. You don't, <laughs> and, you know, and Tamara's last. Tamara's laughing because she knows what I'm talking about. Um, But also I know not to, like, not listen. You know, the voice in my head, the things that I hear when I'm doing my work, when I'm doing my work as a massage therapist, I rely on my intuitive knowledge just from doing this work for so many years, and I ask Bridget for her help in guiding me and showing me where not even just where the pain is coming from but what even caused the pain and I'm able to see these pictures in my head and I'm able to see in like colored lines where the things are going on people when I do my tarot readings when I do my channeling Bridget is at my back and guiding me and protecting me from anything that could come in and harm me she's my protector she's my guide she's my um confidant she knows everything in my heart and in my mind and every day when I have when I go through my trauma when I go through a painful day taking care of my father I call upon her grace to give that to me to take away the pain that I'm feeling so that I can go on with my day. And sometimes she gives me just enough to remember what I need to be doing. And she takes away just enough so that I can actually do it. And some days she says, you gotta be in bed all day because you're not giving yourself enough. So there's not a day that goes by that I don't work with her in some way or another, especially when I cook. Because all of my food is made with so much love, which which you can attest to as you've been oh. here. Yes. And and anytime, anytime I'm somewhere, I am bringing the food, and I'm and it is fulfilling, and it is love, and it is healing, and that's a part of my work that I do in honor of Bridget, and in honor of that love that I have for her, and in essence for for the people around me. So that is. That is what she is for me. That is my every day. She is in my home. She is in my heart. She is in my heart. And she is in my land. So there's, there's nothing that I'm doing that doesn't involve her. 
It's beautiful. I think uh, bulk to me, kind of symbolizes, uh, hang on, man, this winter thing is almost over with. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, like, try to get motivated again, you know? At least get out of bed, you know, in, in a physical, not a physical sense, but uh, metaphorical, of getting motivated, mm -hmm. getting focused on something, to put some seeds in the ground of your intentions of trying something new or some project or something I think that always reminds me that not to fall asleep at the wheel just because it's winter and cold and you're inside and everything's mm -hmm. sucky mm -hmm. at least for me I hate winter real bad <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I feel like involved is also kind of the New Year's Eve resolution time mm -hmm. you know it's like my mm -hmm. kind of time to say this is what I think I would like to try to accomplish and, and get started on doing or whatever. But that always reminds me of that. And you said Bridget being the land, that's what I've always thought of Bridget as soon as I you know came into all of this and learned that it's always been like a deep dark forest, you know, just every time somebody says her name. Mm-hmm. Remember that time you built her a bed? <laughs> yeah, I did. I built her a, a bed that had four sides to it that you'd like pull down a shutter so you couldn't see the, the bed. And she was a doll that was in there. And I forget what, how did that happen that we pulled down the shades? They were open, right? Yeah, but like there was this beautiful like green uh, sheer fabric that had gold little shamrocks on them. And he built this whole platform gorgeous bed for a ritual. And then mm -hmm. everybody was able to put their offerings and petitions in the big bed. And there was like apples and Bridget's crosses and a whole bunch of stuff. It was so pretty. It was such a work of art and like love. It was really beautiful. Thanks. I'll have to look up those yeah. pictures. That is beautiful. I wish I wish that is that is just beautiful. I remember we had some certain part of it where we pulled down like everybody put their stuff in and then we like pulled down the shades or mm -hmm. something, but each shade was a direction mm -hmm. and related to some attribute or something like that. Yeah. I remember that part being cool. Yeah. And it was like movable. It like pulled <laughs> actually down. When you have a working group, always get a guy or a gal or a person who's into construction. Because then you can have ideas and then they can build the things. Although that was not my idea. Right. You were able to build a cool thing for your... The, I think you did that ritual. I did do that ritual. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I think it's so funny when I never, uh, I came across the term uh, ritual drama, and I had never really gotten that concept until I started to work with Tamara Braxis. Uh, but I'm very blessed that I'm a votary who gets to circle with my high priestess, you know, yeah. get to see ritual work in action, a ritualist in, in element, you know. Um, so I'm very blessed uh, to get to see and experience that. Um, uh, but but the way that works, you know, like build, like you said, like get someone who likes to carpenter and build things, you know, like, like 
you wouldn't really think that, all right, the nature-loving people are going to go get naked in the woods, you mm. know? And we're like, no, we got we got shit to build and make <laughs> and put together. And We've got a on spot. <laughs> What'd you say, Lizzie? We got a wicker man to put up and burn. Yeah, down. we got shit to burn, you know, things to make and get and drink after ritual. You know, cakes and ale is a total thing. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, so there is that. There is so much that goes into it that you really don't even think is a, is a part of it, especially if you just show up to ritual that's being offered. Um, the amount of work, time, effort, and love that goes into it is of itself an offering. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of actually performing the ritual and offering as uh, offering it as a service to the community, um, there's there's so much that goes into it. So I think it's funny that you're like, find someone that likes to build things, you know, because you're like giant structures for crazy shit to happen on, and that's absolutely true. The ritual will be as grand as you can physically make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing that you can call on Bridget for. Right. Is making things. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, it's transformation. Honestly, transformation is a big thing with Bridget in so many ways of that word. If you look back in history, in Ireland especially too, but even just in the way I think of how I've worked with her and the transformation that she's brought every time. Like, it's it's fantastic. I just do love everything that you guys build, though. Yes, yeah, It fun. is really beautiful. You just have to make sure you like, like the person. We need that. Like, we need a Braxis in our group. You do. <laughs> but if there's anything Everyone like does. this Braxis, yeah, I mean, you're you have to be prepared. To come back over this what? wedding. Oh. Anytime. <laughs> They'll hire you to go out there and build something. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Road trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I think it would be cool to try and get everyone together to circle up, though, you know? Mm. Um, at least see all, my, see all people in person. Like, Zoom is one thing. Connecting over the internet is one thing, you know? Yeah. But um, raising energy, especially in circle, like, together is um, is always fascinating to me, yeah. you know? Um, especially because it doesn't feel like it's supposed to, you know, like, like that little, that circle that you build is so set apart of the, the everyday, um, Mm. and time either moves super fast or super slow, you know, like it just feels like, so being in the moment, so it would be cool to see, to, to get everyone together. I put Tara on that, by the way, I was like, all right, you got the big place now. Okay. So where's the retreat? When Thursday, <laughs> let me know the days, and we will go. And I think we should, you and I should plan retreat. Another retreat. Retreat. Yeah. A retreat. I oh, mean, retreat. honestly, I would love that. Okay, we'll get on that. Anybody have any? We'll get on say, that. You just say yes and when, and I'll find a place. You okay. know me. Like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody have any last Bridget thoughts, or maybe some? inspiration for somebody that's called to her but doesn't know how to get started working with her or i would love to take that okay because she is like yeah yeah <laughs> um if it allow me to sort of quickly channel her i'm okay. just going to sort of do like what i did when we did our messages so what she says is If you can breathe, you can work with me. When you take in your breath, feel the gratitude around you. 
when you breathe out, release that which holds you down. Give that to me. I will take that from you and turn it into something beautiful. I will transform this pain into what will build something beautiful tomorrow. It is so easy to work with Bridget. You only have to light a candle. You only have to think of her. You only have to say her name. And she is there. It's not... I don't want to say it's not hard. Sometimes it is hard. But she doesn't want you to think that it's hard to talk with her. She is very open and approachable for the person who is willing to do the work. For a person who is willing to put in that time to themselves, not just to her. Because that is really where it lies. The way that we honor ourselves, we honor her. We honor our deities in general. But especially, like, the work that I know that I do to care for myself, as simple as the getting up and taking a shower, that is for her. That is what I give to her. And she gives me back in multiple ways. So that is what I will add in. Or else we could just go on and make five million more podcasts about my thoughts on Breeze. You need to do a TikTok on inspiring people to worship, honey. Oh, my God. You mm-hmm. know, like, uh, it's the way you talk about it. It's a conviction. Tamara and I were actually talking about some uh, invocations that we were listening to in the in the lack of passion that was there, lack of just the oomph, you know, whatever it is. Um, and the way you talk about the glint in your eye, you know, really, um, really speaks to the, uh, the love that you have for it. And the love that you, I always thought that I wanted to worship a goddess that no one else did. You know, I wanted to be the only one or very like little. But now when I get to talk about my goddess and when I see her pop up on things, I'm like, yes! Someone else, yes, someone else is knowing her and someone else is talking to her. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Connection is what's the most important. Because when we are connected, we are unstoppable. When you are able to connect in one way or another, anybody, like even the sharing of breath when you're in circle, that is such a powerful feeling. And when you say a name, Breeze, the Morgan. When you say your own, people say that. So many other people saying it and connecting with that. That is power. That is magic. And that's that's really what's so wonderful about what it is that we do and how we work with our deities, with ourselves, and with our land. Amen, sister. <laughs> so most that shit I may have <laughs> well I think that's a beautiful place to leave it thank you Lizzie it's always good to have you, you on here and see your face I love seeing you guys I and miss I, you all you. oh my god I miss you all I know and I will <laughs> be sure to soon find another funny meme to almost kill you with Look out.
Sacred waters, bitch it up. 